We begin our uh, the final uh, final daf, the final Mishnah, uh, and uh, in, in the Masechet in Sedem Wade, uh, as, and as follows. Uh, Kate said uh, at the bottom of uh, 26A, uh, the bottom of 26A, actually, uh, we didn't even get on to uh, Amud Bet, uh, but uh, 27 Chafzayin uh, Amud Aleph is very short, so uh, we actually uh, we are. Uh, are going to have a, a fairly uh, shortish shear after all of that. Okay, Ketzad Ma'arvin al Tarot Azara. How do you uh, make sure that all the vessels in the the, the courtyard, the Azara, uh, are, are purified? Matbilin etakelim shayu mikdash. What you do is you uh, uh, take all the the vessels out and you can uh, toivel all of those vessels as part of the Beit Mikdash. What they used to do. This was uh, part, uh, you know, after the. Um, uh, the, uh, the 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 people uh, we just had in the previous mission, the very short mission and Gomorrah piece uh, that we had. When did they do that? Did they, straight after uh, the festival, provided that wasn't a uh, Friday, and then some people say even uh, you couldn't even do it on the Thursday and the Friday because you had to take out all the ashes. So exactly what do they do? They take out they they take out all the kalim, uh, the, the, all the vessels in the Beit Hamikdash, and they they toil them in the mikvah in case uh, an Amar Aretz has touched it. Uh, because even though only Kwanim uh, can uh, go into the Beit HaMikdash or vast parts of the Beit HaMikdash, there still are Ama Aretz, uh, Ama Aretz uh, Kwanim, and therefore if they've touched them. Uh, and they say to these Ama Aretz Kwanim, his Haru Shalot Tigu B'Shulchan. You can't touch the table, right? So the table, uh, the reason you can't touch a table, uh, we're going to have a discussion uh, because it is a gold. A golden table, uh, and and the, and the question is um, is uh, uh, the, the the issue with the table has got um, the stacks of the of the lechem of the of the showbread on top of it, and uh, it's got to be in front of Hashem always. Uh, there's a dispute uh, that uh, I think we may have even seen before. Um, uh, well it's, it's definitely in Menachot where it talks about that uh, how do the Kwanim actually get the the, show, uh, the, the, the showbread the Lechma Panim onto the table when it says Tamid uh, does it mean always at, at, at every single time in other words so what happens is that the Kwanim have to uh, stand on the one side you have two groups of Kwanim some with the old one some with the new one and uh, every uh, centimeter that uh, the, the the old one gets removed and the new one gets pushed on. So literally, it's a, uh, a, a centimeter by centimeter uh, um, uh, way of putting it on. As the old, you know, literally, uh, there's not even one second uh, without the lechem apanimon. Is that what it means? Or uh, according to the other opinion, no. Tamid, the same as the tamid offering, uh, once in the morning, once in the evening. Uh, it means that you can't let the uh, the the table stand. Uh, uh, Overnight, uh, without lechem apanim on it. Okay, so um, uh, that is the discussion uh, back then. So, okay, in any case, uh, what are we talking about? So, the table has to have uh, lechem apanim on it uh, the whole time. And uh, assuming that we are going the opinion that it, it means it has to have the lechem apanim on the whole time, uh, then uh, you would not. Uh, it would not be in front of Hashem Tamid. So, uh, the table. 
cannot be touched. Uh, we don't allow to be touched by Kohanim uh, that are not, uh, con- uh, you know, that are Aret, and because uh, otherwise you wouldn't never be able to toil it. And the Mishnah continues uh, and says, Actually, really, what they had was uh, while those other vessels were Tfulyom vessels, uh, they'd be being dipped in the mikvah, they had spares, uh, second spares, third spares, etc., and they could use those. So even if the first ones became Alright, they could bring these uh, backup vessels uh, into place. And uh, and all of these vessels uh, were toiled after the vessel. And except for the golden altar, which is really the, the altar, which uh, is also called the, the, the incense altar, uh, that's the one that stood. Um, a little bit away from uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the table in the in the northern side and the and the menorah in the southern side. Uh, it was like kind of drawn back, almost facing uh, the Kodesh Kodashim, but uh, uh, in a, in, a, in a triangle uh, type of thing. It it was the third part of the triangle that was the golden altar, and as well as the Mizbech Hazav was the outer altar, also known as the um, um, the the uh, the altar that you bring animals on, right? So that's the, uh, that, that kind of altar. So here, the bronze altar. The reason is, uh, as uh, the Mishnah points out, they are defined as karka. They are like the ground, which you'll deal with. Uh, and therefore, the ground itself is not makabal tuma. Uh, then and then that's why you don't have to toil those. Diver Rebbeleizer, that was Rebbeleizer says, Chachamim Rimim, Mivinei Shahein Mitzufin, because they are coated. Uh, and uh, the Gemara is going to explain that because uh, it seems to be uh, the, the the concept of coating something with a metal uh, substance would uh, would actually increase its chance of becoming tame. But the Gemara will uh, uh, relate to that. Okay, Tana, we learned in a brighter. His haru shulchan. Be careful that you don't touch the shulchan. Uva menorah adds in the brighter uh, that you can't touch the menorah as well. Also, the menorah should not uh, uh, be touched. Tana didan ma tama lo tana menorah. So why did our tana? Leave out the menorah. He didn't include the menorah. What, what's the what's the reason? And he says shulchan ketiv by tamid. The shulchan is written in front of Hashem. It says should be in front of me tamid. Should always be there. Okay, menorah lo ketiv by tamid. Menorah is not written tamid. Uh, yes, uh, uh, we have uh, the concept of a narrow tamid. We have the concept that says la lot narrow tamid. You have to be there is in front of me uh, to to make you know a, a narrow tamid. That is a concept written about the menorah, but really that is about the light of the menorah and not actually uh, the actual menorah itself. Uh, so therefore. Uh, that's, uh, it's, uh, that doesn't have to be in place. The place of the menorah is not fixed. Okay, that's why our Tana left it out, and he just mentioned the Shulchan, uh, as opposed to the other Tana of the Brata who mentioned the uh, uh, the menorah as well. Virach, the other Tana that, that says, no, it includes the menorah, Kavandiktiv, Eta menorah, Nochacha Shulchan. Menorah is opposite the Shulchan, and he says, Am I, uh, you know, the Kavandiktiv, Vaitamid Nami, Dami. It's according to him. It's the same thing. It, if the table has to stay fixed, 
the whole time and the menorah has to be opposite uh, the table. It's the same thing as if it has to uh, written about it, uh, tamid, uh, that always has to be there. So that's why you can't remove it. Uh, that is uh, Tana number two's uh, rationale. Vidak, bouncing back to the first Tana, the Tana of Mishnah, who now it's read atta, it comes ready to tell you uh, the place of the uh, of the of the t- uh, of the menorah as well, but uh, and, and the, the fact that you can't able to move it, you know, wouldn't be able to move it or touch it or toyvel it, uh, that is not written. Okay, uh, that is a uh, uh, you know that's the machloket. All right. So anyway, the table gladly eats asuya lenachatu. But after all, let's go back to the table. Uh, surely we have the, uh, uh, the the discussion about the table. Uh, it, it, it surely the the table itself uh, can't get uh, tuma. Uh, the reason is because actually what what happens is the the table is uh, made of wood and overlaid with gold and uh, but once it's actually made of wood uh, there is a concept uh, as follows it's a cleat uh, it's a large wooden vessel uh, that was created to remain stationary it was created to remain in its place uh, and we say and any vessel that is a wooden vessel that is made to remain in place due to its uh, large size uh, is not matame. How do you know? My timer, what is the reason for such a distinction? And uh, it's, it's compared to a sack because in the laws of Tuma and setting out Tuma of different vessels, uh, and it says, the, the Pasuk says, um, we need a, uh, the, the, it says, uh, the, the beget or a beget, uh, you know, the, and then it says suck. Okay, it uses the word suck. And it says, my suck, a sack. <coughs> a sack can be carried full as well as empty. Af call matalta malay varekam. That uh, any wooden vessel that is, is carried full and empty can become tame, as opposed to such a large table that is not designed uh, to be carried at all, just uh, stays in place. So therefore, uh, we should say it should not be susceptible to tumor. And uh, uh, and the Gemara says no, actually, no. Even this table, which you think is meant to stay in place, uh, is also carried full and empty. As Rish Lakish says, he says, uh, you should put it on the pure table. He says, uh, why do you have to mention pure table? Uh, the, 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 surely the table uh, is, you know, as we said, if it's a large wooden vessel, uh, why do you even need to mention? purity uh, with regard to it must mean that it is tame and why uh, surely it's a, it's a large wooden vessel that's meant to remain in place so it kind of re-asks the question uh, from the statement of Reish Lakish and he says what they used to do uh, was uh, come and um, pick up the table and show it to the Ola Regalim. Okay, so uh, some question exactly if they moved it outside or whether they just lifted it up in place and uh, or maybe brought it a bit forward. Did they, did they take it outside the Heichal or they didn't take it outside the Heichal? How many people after all could see inside the Heichal? Anyway, Marino Tolo Ola Regalim and he showed to the, the people, the pilgrims that came up, uh, this Lechem Apanim and they say to the, the people the, the show them Lechem Apanim and they show it to all the pilgrims, uh, 
Come and see your love in front of Hashem. When we put it on, it was fresh, hot, steaming. So too, it still is after at least nine days on the table. They used to put it on on the. They used to bake it on the Friday, put it on on the Shabbat, and then only the following Shabbat, which is all in all nine days later, take it off and eat it. In the same way, it didn't go stale, didn't go hard, etc. And the same way it was put on was the the same way it was baked. It remained fresh miraculously the whole week. Adama Rabbi Huda ben Levi, Rabbi Shua ben Levi, sorry, there was this great miracle with the lechem apanim uh, the same way uh, you put it on uh, in, in initially uh, in nice hot fresh steaming okay the same way you took it off you put hot bread on the day when it was taken away it remained hot the whole time okay <coughs> moving on as we said uh, surely the table uh, is tame because uh, not you know could it is moved uh, but because it is covered in gold okay did none as we learned uh, in a mission in Kalim Alright, a table and a, um, a, a dual paki, which is a, a type of um, small little uh, table uh, made with uh, three legs. Okay, all of these things that some of the, uh, the surface got uh, broken. Okay, or you coated it with marble. St- marble uh, does not become uh, tame. Uh, it says, but if you, if you left them on a, on, a, on a place, if you left uh, enough uh, space uh, on, on the table, uh, enough for um, cups, okay, hanachat uh, kosot, pudding cups, uh, it says tame. It is still defined as tame because it uh, bears um, uh, resemblance, uh, the, the, you know, it, as, uh, it still is uh, something wooden over here. It still is, you know, even though you've covered it uh, with, with marble, but you, there is a little bit that is still remaining of wood, and it's a functional piece. So if a functional wooden vessel, uh, and then you put uh, uh, caps on it, uh, it is still regarded as tame. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, makom hanachat achatichot. Now it's enough for putting small pieces of meat uh, as well as these cups. Uh, all right, so they just have a machlok it uh, at, uh, in this stage, but really uh, it's only if um, it hasn't been completely covered over, if it was completely coated uh, with uh, marble or stone or whatever the case is, uh, then uh, it would uh, it, 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 it won't be uh, susceptible to tumour anymore uh, and therefore even though uh, essentially underneath uh, it's made of wood but here you've covered it uh, with a layer of something that is impervious to tumour uh, so therefore it remains uh, uh, impervious to tumour. So you should look at um, the uh, w- w- you know the covering of it and, and here it is covered with gold the shulchan in the Beit Hamikdash was covered with gold the Gemara says v'ki teima shanu atzeshitim dakashivi no the the, the shulchan in the Beit Hamikdash uh, was made of atzeshitim the acacia wood very expensive uh, high quality wood uh, and therefore v'lo uh, batli and therefore it would not ever become nullified uh, even if you just put a little bit of gold over it the acacia wood in and of itself is inherently important hanich um, that's good for Rosh Lakish Amar, who said uh, as in, in the following statement, Lo Shanu Ela Kli Aksaligim. Okay, Aksaligim is a Aksaligag. Aksaligim. Uh, 
uh, wood, okay, so it's a kind of a, a cheapish uh, wood, a uh, siligan wood uh, that comes from overseas, aval bakli masmis, right, masmis wood, which is the the quarian over here, said masmis, they're not sure, the Goanim say that it's ebony, ebony tree, a very, uh, you know, the heavy tree and black in color, which is a very, um, you know, it's a, a very elegant kind of wood. Okay, so so that is uh, uh, what we are talking about. So if it is a uh, um, an expensive uh, wood like this ebony, uh, then law butley, then it won't become nullified. Shapi, uh, that makes sense because a casual uh, tree would uh, would not be nullified. Ella Rabbi Yochanan. However, what about Rabbi Yochanan's statement? Ava afilu bekli masmis. Even if you made the kli of a very expensive ebony wood, nami butley. He's says if you cover it with something else uh, then uh, with, uh, with marble for example uh, then uh, it is uh, impervious to tumma what can you say uh, over here so surely you know, the fact that it's wood underneath doesn't make a difference uh, so the Gemara says no maybe in, in, in the Mishnah uh, we talk about the, the wood is um, uh, the, it was nullified uh, by, by, by its coating because it's a, a fixed coating that's there uh, in the table uh, it's, not, it's not fixed on permanently okay and uh, it says um uh, but Rosh Lakish uh, asked Rabbi Yochanan about that. Uh, uh, you know, is it, 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 we're dealing here with a, with a fixed coating or even a, a non-fixed coating? Um, and he says, is it it uh, bas it or it And he said, does it uh, covers uh, does it cover the rim? Uh, the coating cover the rim or doesn't it? cover the room as well. And uh, it says, and the response was from Rabbi Yochanan, uh, we're not, uh, it's no, 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 no different from a uh, a permanent coating, okay, and it says, It's not different uh, from a one that's not fixed, okay, it says, It doesn't make a difference whether it covers the room or doesn't cover the room. Really, according to me, uh, the, the, it's always the, the, the coating uh, is enough, whether, you know, if it, it covers the majority, uh, etc., the room or not and it's fixed or not, it really all goes after uh, the, the actual coating itself. And therefore, uh, the table, it says, uh, according to him, uh, it's because it's covered with gold, uh, even if you know, certain parts might not have been covered exactly, which actually probably wouldn't have been the case, uh, they would have made sure to cover it properly, you always go according to the covering. Ella, shiny shulchan. Therefore, but we have to say the reason uh, is uh, the table is different. It says Rahmana kara eight. It is called eight, uh, and uh, it, it, it's called wood. So uh, the same way uh, as we as we had before the you know the, the shulchan hatahor. Uh, here we say that uh, it means it's susceptible to tumah. Yeah, uh, we say it is called eight. Dichtiv, as we see. Um, uh, the, the altar is three amot high, uh, and its width uh, was two amot. 
and 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 the corners varvo of a kutsurav eights um uh, and it's and, and the the wood and the corners the length the walls everything like that uh was was all made of wood and he says uh um Eli, and it said uh, the pasuk and Yeshua continues and he says and he said to me this is the table uh, that is in front of hashem so uh, if you were listening carefully, you would pick up Pachat uh, Bashulkan. It says, you know, the, it, it starts with, you know, talking about the altar. It says the altar is uh, three Shlosh um, Amot High and, 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 and two Amot uh, Wide. And all of a sudden it says this is a Shulkan in front of Hashem. So how does that work? Pachat Mizbech Vasan Bashulkan. Starts with Mizbech and it finished off with the Shulkan. Rabbi Yochanan Reish Lakish, Damatavayu. Now, Rabbi Reish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan who had been arguing before uh, now agree. They both agree as follows uh, and the famous line when uh, the Beit HaMikdash uh, was standing, um, uh, the Mizbech, you would have to bring stuff on the Mizbech uh, to atone for your sins. Okay, it says, uh, now the Mizbech, is, uh, the, there is no temple. Um, it says, uh, the Shulchan uh, that a person uh, has, uh, his Shulchan uh, is... Um, atones for him. Okay, that's a number of different understandings of exactly why this would be. The simple one is hachnasat uh, orchim that you have, you uh, do mitzvot at your table uh, and uh, uh, there is an Indian I think that Rabbi Rosner mentioned, he says you know the shlah, uh, I think the, the shlah brings it um, or the shlach, one of the two, he says uh, that when you're laying a table, you should say uh, the pasuk, that pasuk, okay, and uh, also the other thing is, is that uh, we have, um, uh, you know, when we, on, on our tables, we should put salt uh, on our tables, uh, and uh, because the salt is like, uh, to remind us that every mizbah uh, has salt on it. So therefore, uh, you have salt on your table, and that's the idea of having this salt with your bread, or even just salt on the table, uh, even if your bread is actually tasty, but you should have that salt on the table uh, as a result of that. And Rabbi um, Rosna also brought uh, that uh, uh, the people in, uh, I think it was Provence, I think somewhere in France, uh, they used to uh, use their, uh, their dining room tables uh, actually, uh, they, once they died, they used those, that wood of those tables as, as their coffin, uh, you know, to, to come along as act as a, a like a, a good a good thing. you know, to come and say all the mitzvot that they've done. Okay, carrying on, uh, quoting the Mishnah. There are two second and third backup vessels over there. Mizbech and Akoshet, over with the Mizbech and Akoshet, that it's um. And then that's it. So they had all of that. And there's Rav Koshet, we said, uh, the, the incense altar uh, and, uh, the, and, and the copper altar as well uh, are like ground. We said, Mizbech and Koshet, the copper altar, the bronze altar, uh, is like the ground. Mizbech Adama, Tasuri, you should make a Mizbech of Adama. Uh, of, of earth. Mizbech has have the golden, the incense altar. Dictive menorah of Mizbechot, the menorah and the Mizbechot, the altars. Uh, therefore, you compare the two. Ikishu menorah, Mizbechot, Zelazeh. You compare the two one to each other in the same way as the one is made of, uh, d- defined as an earthenware one, uh, earthen uh, one made of earth, so too the other one is also uh, an earthen uh, one. 
Chachamim Orim, uh, the rabbis say, Mipnei the rabbis said, because they are covered. Uh, the altar is pure, because the, these altars are pure, because they like the ground. And the rabbis say, no, because they're coated. And the Gemara <coughs> says, as we pointed out, Ad Rabbah, Kavand, uh, uh, the fact that they're coated either with gold or with um, uh, copper, uh, it says that should, uh, you know, as we just had this whole discussion about being plated, uh, and it says that that should make them more susceptible uh, to tumor, should, should bring the tumor on. Uh, so the Magoma says, uh, The rabbis say actually the altars are able to become impurified because they are coated. Okay, that's the one answer. Another answer. So the rabbis are just saying to Rabbiliezer, my are you saying that they uh, you know are they are they not susceptible because they like the ground why don't you say they uh, <coughs> they're vessels that are meant to stay in one place uh, and it's no because they're actually coated and therefore they they like uh, metals as well and it says no uh, the, the, the reason that we don't worry about this uh, it says uh, really their coating is, is uh, secondary it's nullified uh, to them uh, because it's uh, uh, they are really uh, wooden vessels in, in their place uh, and or, you know or earthenware vessel, earthen vessels in their place and therefore they're not susceptible to tumour and uh, as we s- saw with the same thing with the table uh, we, you know, we said the table uh, was not uh, the, the important part. Was the actual table itself, and and uh, also says It started talking about the altar uh, <coughs> as well, and then moved on to the table. So the two of them are uh, are, are done that way. All right. So uh, we'll just do a little bit of this uh, last piece, and then leave the, the final thing for. The Siyum, Amar Rabbi Abayu, Amar Rav Elazar, Tamidah Chachamim, Ein Or Shal Gehinom Sholetet Bahim. With Tamidah Chachamim, the fire of Gehinom does not have any power over these Tamidah Chachamim. Kavokorim is Salamandra, Kavokorim from a Salamandra. Okay, it says Ma Salamandra. Shetoledet Eishu, really, it's born of fire. Okay, that's a Kabbalistic concept here. You know, we're not talking about the one, a little salamander, obviously, that we can see running around and stuff like that. It's created out of fire and therefore cannot be burnt out of fires. You know, it says it's created of fire. Asach midama ein or shuletet bo, and and people uh, put salamander blood on themselves, and they become impervious to fire. Tamir chachamim shekol gufan eish, tamir chachamim whose whole bodies are fire. They've uh, um, as uh, you know eish dat lamor rant Hashem gives fire. Torah is fire, etc. Always compared to fire. Dictive halo akor devarai keish enum Hashem. Hashem says my words are like fire. Alakat kamakama. How much more so? So uh, that's it, and uh, we had we had in Megillah, Gemara in Megillah, it also mentioned uh, that uh, any um, uh, sage, Talmud Chacham, uh, young rabbi that doesn't burn like fire is not you know uh, not defined as a Talmud Chacham. All right, and uh, uh, we're going to leave the last bits all about uh, the five Gehenim doesn't even have. Uh, um, uh, uh, power over people who sin as well at, uh, because of you know the golden altar and that's why it's brought here uh, but mazel tov to everyone and a big shkach for finishing off not only Chagiga but the whole of Seder Moed and tomorrow uh, we begin a very exciting journey into Nashim and uh, Yavamot everyone should have a great day